Okay. Well, there are a lot more of you out there than were when I sat down, so. Uh, <laughs> um, my name's Johnny, uh, Johnny Crumley. I'm one of seven Crumley kids you'll see running around here or stomping around here depending on how big we are. Um, and I've been here since I was six. So this is such an honor and such a blessing to be able to talk to you guys tonight. Um, I've been a product, I really am a product of the children's ministry here. You know, I, when I was six, I had Miss Joy, Miss Kimberly, uh, then I had Miss Connie, and you know, went all the way up through SCS High School, and I've got Ryan this year. And that has been such a blessing and such a part of my growth um, and my walk with the Lord. So I'm gonna share with you guys tonight a little bit about something that God put on my heart when I was sitting in class a couple weeks ago. So before I jump right in, I need to kind of set the stage for what happened. So it wasn't just a regular day, right? Of course it's not. Um, it was a Thursday and I go to North Cobb Christian. I'm a senior there. So Thursdays in North Cobb Christian, we have chapel. And what that means is we have to dress up really nice. You know, usually I can wear this and like tuck my shirt in to go to school. But for chapel days, we got to wear like dress pants and dress, dress shoes and nice shirt and a tie. So it just means I have to get up super early. I have to get up about 6.30 a.m. to make the chapel on time on Thursdays. But for some reason, I stayed in bed till seven this particular day. So woke up super late. I was running out the door. I got dressed, but when I say I was dressed, like I had a shirt and like pants on. Okay, like I was running out the door. I had my sweater in one hand and my bow tie and like my belt here. And you know, I got my shoes in this hand. My backpack's like falling off on shoulder. I'm trying to like unlock my car with like the keys like this with my knuckles. You know, and then of course, like as soon as I unlock everything, it just like falls on the ground. Okay, so. It was a rough morning. I hadn't even gotten in the car yet. So rushed to school. I didn't speed. Dad, I promise. Did not speed at all. Um, <laughs> drove the speed limit my whole way there. Made it safe and sound. Um, chapel was fine. And then I went to class. And the first class I have on that day was physics. And you know, I may look like it, but I'm really not a math and science person. <laughs> history, history is my thing. Math and science, not so much. And physics, physics is both. So it's not just you know, like chemistry or biology. There's a ton of math involved. So I would rather have been anywhere else. It had been a long morning. I had a midterm at KSU that afternoon. And so I just honestly would have rather been anywhere else. But that class had something that I needed to hear. A bunch of really heavy truths got hit me with um, towards the middle of it. So that day we were learning about Isaac Newton. And this guy, this guy's a genius. You know, he came up with four scientific laws that are still uh, relevant today. And that's, that's insane. You know, that's like, uh, I'm 18, but the iPhone's younger than I am, okay? So that's like creating a phone that is still usable hundreds of years from now, okay? I mean, email is what, 20 years old, 25 years old? That's, that's, that's hard to imagine. So Isaac Newton is a genius, okay? And the particular law that we learned about that day was called the law of universal gravitation. And the scientific definition of that is that every object that has mass has a gravitational attraction to every other object that has mass. Okay, so for those of us that don't really care about physics, this is what that means. Everything that exists pulls on everything else that exists, okay? So Ryan's right there. Ryan's pulling on me right now. I'm pulling on Ryan a little bit. Uh, Mr. Height's right there. I'm pulling on Mr. Height a little bit. You know, the chairs are pulling on me. We got stars in the far reaches of the universe that are pulling on me right now. Everything that exists pulls on everything else that exists, okay? So theoretically, we should be going in a million different directions in a million different pieces right now, right? Just, but we don't. So my question to the teacher was, why not? And he said, well, it's pretty simple. The Earth's gravity is so strong, gravitational force is so strong that it holds us down, holds us to Earth. Okay, so no matter how many things are pulling on us, we'll always stay connected because of how strong the Earth's pulling us is. So I was sitting there thinking about, man, I got so much to do. You know, I have, I have so much going on that day. And I was thinking, oh yeah, I have a ton of stuff pulling on me. And the teacher's like, no, like actually physically pulling on me. I was like, oh, okay. But you know, 
point still, point still applies that we, I had a tongue going on, you know. Teacher's daughter was next to me. We were both stressing out about exams we had and tests coming up. And I was thinking, you know, a lot of times, does your to-do list feel bigger than you are? You know, like you, you wake up in the morning and it's like, okay, I got to do this, and I got to do this, and I got to do this, and I got to, you know, and it's like 10 minutes later, you're still laying in bed going through what you got to do, right? So, you know, I got relationships, I got school, parents who have work. I can really keep track of my stuff. You know, as a parent, I cannot imagine I have to keep track of like two, three, four, or like seven people's other stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, thankfully, I have a couple years before I got to worry about that. Um, and so, what I was thinking about is, you know, if gravity stopped working, we'd notice, right? Life wouldn't like that. But for some reason, we don't have that same jolting realization when we lose our focus on Christ. Everything that's going on in our lives pulls us away from him, and we don't notice as much as we notice if gravity stopped working. And I was thinking about it, and I realized that part of the reason for that is that we look at, we look at Jesus sometimes as something to do on our to-do list, right? Not a person who our very existence depends on, but just something we gotta do throughout the day. And a lot of times, he's not super urgent, you know? And the urgent replaces the important. So we love Jesus, but Jesus doesn't have to be at practice in 10 minutes, right? We love Jesus, but we have a presentation due in this class in two days, and we gotta get that done. Jesus is gonna be around after that presentation. So he gets swept under the rug a little bit. And I was thinking about it, you know, our flesh wants us to go in a million different directions. Jesus wants us to stay focused on him. And I was thinking about this whole idea of gravity and you know, keeping us connected. And um, Ryan and I have been going through chapter by chapter of different books in the New Testament. So that particular day, um, you know, I was reading through the New Testament and one of the verses um, that jumped out to me when I was working through this idea was Colossians 1.17. Um, and that verse has a lot to say about this concept of gravity as it applies to Jesus. So Colossians 1.17 says that, and he, talking about Jesus, and he is before all things and in him all things hold together. Okay, so I love the way that the New Living Translation says this as well. It says that he existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Okay, so a little bit of background here. Paul, talking to the church in Colossus, they struggled with the deity of Christ. Okay, they, they thought Jesus was just another person that floated between the physical and the spiritual realm, no big deal. And Paul had to tell them how incredibly awesome Jesus was. So the couple verses before this and a couple verses after this are focused on communicating that idea to the church in Colossus. So here he says that Christ is before all things and in him all things are held together. So when we think about what we have going on and we think about where God's supposed to be in our lives, God is the one that's supposed to be holding everything together. And I think sometimes when we feel distracted and we feel, when we feel pulled in a million different directions, this verse has it all right here. Yeah, if we, if we think about it, there are really two questions we need to ask ourselves um, to keep us focused on Christ. And the first question goes to the first part of this verse, and that is, is Christ before all things in your life? Is he the first thing you think about when you wake up? It's not usually for me. You know, I think about what I got going on, how much time I have before I have to get out the door. Um, and so we're supposed to think about Christ all the time, right? And that's stressful for me because I'm like, oh man, I didn't think about Christ last hour, and I didn't think about Christ last 30 minutes, oh man, I'm losing time. But one of the things that Ryan's talked to me about this year again is living moment to moment. What does Christ have for me in this moment? In this moment, before I walk up on stage and I'm getting really you know, nervous, you know, this moment where I'm driving to class, this moment where I'm waiting in line for my lunch, what does Christ have for me in that moment and what can I show other people about Christ in that moment? Because if we put him first moment by moment, it's hard for anything else to come before him in our lives. The second question comes from the second part of the verse and that is, does Christ hold all things together in your life? 
Or do you look to other people or to yourself to hold all things together? You know, one of the things, we lived in South Carolina until I was five. And my mom was really good friends with a pastor's wife. And she told my mom something. She said, um, every person you have a relationship with in your life is going to let you down at some point. But Jesus is always going to be there for you. So if we think about it, anyone we look to, to hold everything together, they're going to let us down. And everything's going to fall apart. But if we look to Christ to hold everything together, nothing's ever going to fall apart because he's got it. So, you know, when we think about it, gravity is pretty constant, right? I can't think of a time where it, like, stopped working. You know, we're all still here. Some of us, you know, holds on to some of us tighter than others, but that's okay. Um, and I can't think of a time that Christ stopped working either. They're both pretty constant. So, if we truly work on putting Christ before all things in our lives and focusing on Christ holding all things together, what do we have to fear? If we truly follow what Colossians 1, 7, if we believe what Colossians 1.17 says, what do we have to fear? You know, my favorite two verses are Hebrews 10, 35, and 36. They say, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you've done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. If we believe, Colossians tells us, if we put Christ first, if we look to him to hold everything together, he promises the confidence necessary to take on everything that we've got to do in our to-do list, everything that's trying to distract us. So God wants us to run this race of life well, but how can we do that if we're not focused on him? If we put him first, if we let him hold everything together, he'll take care of it all. You know, so I just want to encourage everyone, strive to live every moment for Christ, Okay. Whatever that means for you tomorrow, strive to live every moment for Christ. And then look to him to hold all things together. Because he promises that he will, and he'll never let you down. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for this amazing opportunity um, for all these students, Lord. Thank you for everything you've done in our lives through the ministries here at Apostles, Lord. Thank you for the adults and their leadership, God, and their wisdom. I pray that you would... Um, encourage all of us as we go out um, into the world, God, and that you would help us to stay focused on you, help us to put you before everything in our lives, and that you would keep us close to you, God. You're right, I pray. Amen.